Okay, hey, it's six o'clock. A little past six o'clock. Yeah, but, my my well, my watch is behind it. Is <laughs> but the time for talk uh, today's ta- tax talk. T three, I like to call it. T tray. Yeah, so tay tray uh, or T cubed. Uh, we haven't decided what's what the nickname is. First, you have to have a name, and then you figure out what the nickname is. Okay, you can't just come up with the nick. I don't like people who nickname themselves. That's the fashion faux pas. <laughs> but uh, but it is the uh, it is time for the. Uh, uh, tax talk. We're going to talk about taxes. Actually, today, um, that's what we're that's what we're going to do. So, just give me a moment. Oh man, no, we're not going to have a uh, an intro today, Jim. That's okay. Listen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I did all that work on the intro. I'm fine. <laughs> It's okay. Listen, at the end of the day, we're going to be talking about cryptocurrencies, what you need to know, some new IRS regulations that just came through. Also, too, we're going to just kind of answer some general discussion. I know that uh, the crypto crash, or we as we call it, C2, um, <laughs> C squared. Uh, T3, yeah. T3 on, on C2. Yeah. Yeah, C squared uh, happened this week. It's not. It's not a laughing matter. People lost a lot of money, and uh, we're going to talk about that too. So, ladies and gentlemen, you got to remember, Open Tax Advocates is there for you at three one two six six four six six four nine. Or visit chicagotaxteam.com. It's going to be your uh, your hub to help fight the IRS. I had to think about that because we got a million different websites to go to to really get help. Again, the point of the matter is the helps out there. Take advantage of it. Well, thanks, Jim. Yeah, I kind of left it on a weird dude. You got this. I got it. Okay, so let's let me talk a little bit about um, about the crypto because okay. this just came out. Now it changed my it changed my uh, story today because I was going to talk about unfiled tax returns, and I know that I, I was really excited about that. One. <laughs> well, here's the thing: that's the most common question that I get, and it's actually the most common. Um, problem that I have when I have when clients come to see me. Most of my clients have unfiled tax returns. Not all of them, but but many. I think the vast majority. So, and then, you know, we're going to have to talk about that because, uh, you know, so many of my clients, they have the same fears. And the fear really is, think about this now. If you're making, and I'm just going to use some rough numbers, let's say you're making a hundred grand a year, okay, but you're not paying any taxes. Well, that's more like making two hundred grand a year, isn't it? Because you don't, you're not paying any Social Security taxes, you're not paying any income tax, you're not paying any, right? So that's let's let's say it's say fifty percent is taxes. I know that's a little generous, but so so you're making hundred grand a year. You're living like you make two hundred grand a year because you're spending all the money, right? Now, if you're going to go to the IRS and you're going to start you know, compliance and you're going to start doing the right thing and you're going to take the fear of going to jail out of your out of your mind. And that's really what people are fearful of, rightfully so, right? You haven't, you're running a business, you haven't paid taxes. Uh, this causes a problem. Um, but now if you're going to start paying taxes, now you got to start living like you're making a hundred grand. Okay, not 200 grand. Which is poverty. Yeah, well- Let's say that it's split. Well, I know I'm it just greatly making, reduces your income. I'm just making a check. So now, not only are you going to pay a hundred thousand dollars, you're going to live on a hundred thousand dollars, like almost half of what you're used to living on, but now you got to pay back taxes, right? And now, so you're going to pay more than just your taxes. You're going to pay the taxes plus what you, you know, all your disposable income towards the IRS. 
and it's so this cascading. is what people are afraid of okay and this is and so they want to so people come to see me and then they wait and they wait some more and they wait some more and because they're, they're afraid to make that to take that step and change their life and they're and they're waiting for the IRS to 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 step in and say hey it's time better do something but what happens is sometimes the IRS doesn't do that and they're really you know they're really not doing them a favor by letting it go on and on and on like this um because they're driving you know and, and you know so I've had clients who became heavy gamblers because They've got, you know, they, they have this money. They don't really think it's their money. They and they're waiting for the IRS to start. So they're kind of partying it up, waiting for the for the shoe to drop. And if the sh- the shoe doesn't drop, you know, now and this gentleman I'm talking about owes over a million dollars to the IRS. How does that happen? Sometimes they, you know, I always hear people tell me, uh, "What if I'm uh, I'm uh, I, I got uh, they don't have uh, what do they say, Jim?" Um, I'm I'm under the radar. I'm under the radar. I'm, I'm and, skirting. And I always radar. tell people there is no radar. It's a it's a yeah. um it's, it's a, a computer. Sh- it's a battleship. Well, it's it a computer. Takes, yes, turn, it takes time to turn. But they have the computer. They you know the computer. Is, you know you're in there. You're in the database. They know you're there. So why sometimes don't they do it? I don't know what the reason is there. And again, I think in the end they're not really doing anybody a favor. This is what hap- This was happening a lot in. Um, Payroll taxes. The IRS has gotten much, much better at coming after people with payroll taxes. Yes, Jim. Uh, thank you for calling on me, teacher, because you are a teacher and a philosopher and an overall great guy. Um, this is starting to happen with the cryptocurrency, though, and this is why we wanted to kind of introduce this show with the uh, cryptocurrencies and also, too, about how people are getting behind in their taxes. Well, now people have lost their rear ends. To this crypto uh, crash, how many people have been invested? I, I know, for example, like for example, we spoke with uh, a individual a couple months ago, where most the majority of their portfolio is in cryptocurrencies. Well, they pull out a little bit here, pull out a little bit there, make a little bit of the payments to the IRS, but they're able to finance their home. They're able to do this. Well, Bitcoin is at sixty thousand. I got. A uh, thousand Bitcoin. Do the math. We are good. I got uh, Ethereum. I got uh, uh, Dogecoin. I have Litecoin. Whatever. Mooncoin. I don't know. You got it. And all of a sudden it crashes. Well, now your home is, uh, I can't really pull that money out and pay my home because it's not really worth as much or, God forbid, I've really taken all the equity out of these uh, uh, investments and I am just screwed now. This is starting to be a problem. Well, this is this is. Wait a minute now. That's that's why investments, okay. That's why you have to have a diversified portfolio. That's why you have to. I've heard that somewhere. Well, that's why you don't put all all your eggs in one basket. You ever heard that one? No. <laughs> okay, but anyway, I get I get what you're saying. It's true. It's very difficult. I get it. But this is starting to happen. People are starting to incur financial. Now, I don't know. A lot of people that don't know this, and I've done this on the show about about cash. Okay, so when you're dealing with cash, right? If you go to a, a store, uh, let's say you go and try to buy a car with cash, okay, and it's more than ten thousand dollars, the whoever you're buying it from has to report, has to fill out a form to the IRS and tell the IRS that you gave them ten thousand dollars more or or more, okay, in cash. If you try to take, if you brought ten thousand dollars into your bank. They'd have to report it to the IRS that you brought $10,000 into your bank. Oh, it changes now. 
Now you have to report if you make any sale of crypto well, over $10,000. Not, not a sale. Not a sale. Oh, transaction. Uh, any transaction. Yeah. So it's not really a sale. So let's talk about that because uh, here's a story from U.S. Treasury calls for stricter cryptocurrency compliance with the IRS. Says they pose tax evasion risks. Now, we've talked about this even on this show. We've talked about the uh, the uh, IRS and tax evasion uh, and crypto, what they're trying to do, that the crypto is now the the first question on your 1040 tax return is about crypto. They ask you, have you been dealing with it? The year before, it was on Schedule 1, which had to do with uh, any other income. Most people don't have a Schedule 1, so they never answered that question. So now, again, they, they moved it to the front page to ask you this. So they're very concerned about the about this uh, uh, tax evasion aspect of cryptocurrency. I thought the first question was, who is your daddy and what does he do? It's true. No, that's not the first question. Okay, so the first question, it's not really a question. It's your name, your address. That's not really a question. Okay, they're not, you know, they, you list it. It's not, they don't say, what is your, they, you just answer, you know, what's your, but the qu- first question, again, right at the top, your name, your address, and then write the first, the first line about cryptocurrency. So, so here's the, it says they pose a tax evasion. So the Treasury Department announced that it will require any transfer for worth $10,000 or more to re, be reported to the IRS. Any cryptocurrency transfer. So it's, again, it's not really just cashing it in. If I will go to buy something and, and I, it's worth more than 10000 whoever is buy, receiving that money has to report it to the IRS. And it, now it's one thing when it's in an exchange because those exchanges do report now to the IRS. Kind of reminds me when I was growing up <laughs> some years ago, right? Everybody was, you know, the Swiss bank account. You got a Swiss bank account. You were, you were golden because they wouldn't tell on you. You could have anything in there and they would never tell on you. Uh, but now the IRS has gotten to them and said, no, no. And so now they tell on you, right? Now they go after you. So they, that was a couple of years ago. They, you know, some years ago now, but they, you know, they started cracking all those foreign accounts and that's why you have all these rules now that have to report all your foreign income or any foreign account um, for yes i'm sorry how many clients have you had that have had this situation many many so so this but that you know so that's kind of an, and a lot of people don't even understand a lot of foreigners come here and they uh and they don't realize that the money the bank the bank that they have overseas they're supposed to report it and tell the irs how much money they have there and they don't always do that and then they get caught you know they move to america now one thing about american tax law it's very, it's very complicated much more complicated than many than most other countries right we it's very complicated uh and they don't know it but that that's but that's a different that's a different show we're going to we'll talk about that in a different I'm show. looking forward to that one okay. because so, that's people don't so, understand. So here now, cryptocurrency already poses a significant detection problem by facilitating illegal activity broadly, including tax evasion, the Treasury said. Investors have seen the value of Bitcoin slide about 25% over the past month and talk of a capitulation creep uh kept is into is into is creeping into forums. online forums. I've seen that. And in fact, I think I sent you something too. It's like, isn't this kind of funny how cryptocurrency is crashing and uh, we just gave big, uh, those, well, I'm not going to do it. I was like, maybe it doesn't have to do with the Russian hackers, but. 
That's crazy stuff. That's- the Treasury Department on Thursday announced that it is taking steps to crack down on cryptocurrency markets and transactions and said it will require any transfer worth $10,000 or more to be reported to the Internal Revenue Service. Cryptocurrency already poses a significant detection problem by facilitating illegal activity broadly, including tax evasion, said the te- Treasury Department. Of course, that's what they're worried about, and that's why they say, the, well, the tax gap, we talked about this a couple of days ago, the tax gap is greater than they, you know, it's, 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 it's double what we set, thought it was all these years, and this is why we're doing it. So I'm always concerned whenever you hear, you know, whenever they, whenever the government starts coming up and, and changing their numbers, because you know they're going to take action and they're just trying to, they're just trying to um, give you a reason, you know, kind of pave the way, uh, you know, to, to see what the, the, the trial balloons go up to see how you're going to react. And then they and then they do. Then they do something like this. This is why the president's proposal includes additional resources for the IRS. We've already talked about that eight billion dollars more to the IRS uh, to address the growth of crypto assets. The department added within the context of the new financial account reporting regime, cryptocurrencies and crypto assets, exchange accounts and payment service accounts that accept cryptocurrencies would be covered. Now we talked that frog out of you. No, we talked about. Yeah, that's. But we did talk about the uh, the the virtual um, assets. Right. We talked yes. about that. Yeah. So we did talk about the virtual assets. We talked about the NFTs. We talked a lot about NFTs. That's what uh, I was And again, just how everything is kind of just going towards this is the future. This is what's going to be. But a lot of uh, a lot of big governments have cracked down. I still don't get the NFT thing. I have no idea. It doesn't make sense to me. OK, so so here is continuing with the story. Uh, Bitcoin. Bitcoin reversed course shortly after the Treasury's announcement and was last seen trading up. 1.6%. I don't know if that was today or what's going on. Yes, Jim. No, I'm just saying five minutes. Okay. Uh, according to five minutes for what, Jim? Uh, according to Coin Metrics, that was a 1.6%. Previously in the, in the session, it was up more than 9%. So it was raising and then it, it fell back down today because of this. A growing number of Wall Street analysts have over the past month sounded the alarm that regular that regulators at the Treasury and the Securities Exchange Commission could soon take a more active role in cryptocurrency regulation. Well, <laughs> and then the, here's the, here's the, uh, here's the, uh, Bitcoin over the uh, last oh my two God. months. It's, oh, don't tell me that. I'm it, not looking. It has it has fallen. I know it has fallen. I've told myself uh, that I won't look. I hope it goes back up. This no, I don't. I don't. I I have you know I have some cryptocurrency because because I because I help people with cryptocurrency and I'm trying to and I wanted to understand it. I am now a certified cryptocurrency expert. I got the I got the certificate and everything. You do. You so, do. I've saw, so, I, I saw so it. So I took office. the class and I you know I learned a lot about the crypto and I'm still learning. I always read everything I can about it. Um it's kind of, again it's kind of what I it's right in my wheelhouse in that it's got to do with taxes, which I like because which I do, it's got to do with money, which I like. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I like money. It's got to do with uh, technology, right? So I'm always a tech tech guy. I I, I actually have a master's degree in inf- information technology law, and so uh, it's always been an interest Didn't of you mine. Win some some awards for that. Too? I have won awards, not as 
they're not as uh, what are they called prestigious as the cryptocurrency <laughs> expert certificate no, that I have. I have the badge up on my website now too. So, uh, but anyway, this is this is what it was. But this is this is kind of frightening. But you know, when it was going straight up, it wasn't frightening. Everybody's everybody's you know, is it going to crash like go go away? I don't think it's going to go away. Okay, cryptocurrency. Uh, no, I, I'm I, talking about Bitcoin specifically. Now. Oh, Bitcoin. No, yeah. I think there's too many people that are too many big players that are involved in crypto. We'll see if, uh, if the big players start dumping. Yeah, uh, then then there's trouble. And then there's trouble. Well, you know, I, you know, I think we have a friend, not really a friend, but a guy on on the internet who talks a lot about crypto, and he ha- he believes that it's just all the. All the rich people, that's what he said. All the rich people are trying to yeah, shake us out. They're trying to shake us out. No, that's a, that, I, I, I don't know if they, I don't, I don't like, I know you do, but I, they don't, I don't think everybody acts in unison. Okay. I, I don't, I don't think so. Although it's kind of odd that as soon as uh, Elon Musk gets on Saturday Night Live, this guy's lost a lot of money. Well, but what did I say though? Too that the uh, we're, this is not the show to talk about that. This is uh, I was saying that there's going to be there's war going on, a crypto war between the founders of Bitcoin yeah. and Ethereum and the Dogecoin and the it's all fighting for control. I know that, and there's a big and maybe we'll talk about this in weeks to come about the the Chinese crackdown on cryptocurrency. But, and, and that has a lot to do with tax this? wise. What does it mean for you tax wise? But in that essence, though, again, if you have any crypto problems, if you have any issues whatsoever, make sure you call Open Tax Advocates at 312-664-6649 or visit ChicagoTaxTeam.com. Attorney Stephen Leahy is a cryptocurrency. What is it? Expert. Expert. Now, as an attorney, I can't call myself an expert as an attorney, but I have a certificate that calls me a cryptocurrency expert. Okay, so. So we're just using. The, the <laughs> I, I, I'm just t- given the title, so uh, uh, I. I'm, it's not law. That's not legal stuff. If you have any questions about this recent crypto crash, and uh, when we're talking about taxes, what is the implication? Well, here's the thing, right? If just the crash, you're only going to have to if you pay something. Now, remember, if you sell and then rebuy. Uh, just letting you know that we're not giving any financial advice. Always seek a professional. Well, I know true. you're a professional, but but I'm not. I'm not, not talking about that. I'm talking about taxes. I'm just. I'm, the, I'm not talking about selling and buying anything. What I'm saying is you, the taxable event occurs when you sell, right? And then, and I'm only talking about taxes. If you rebuy it within a month, then you you might not be able to take some of the losses to offset any gains. So this is a problem. This is a wash. Uh, loss wash. And this is another thing that a lot of people get caught up in when they're doing day trading and they don't really understand the tax laws. Well, you think, well, I'm going to be a day trader. Do I really have to know the tax laws? And the answer is yes, you do. Yes. So you need to um, know. Make sure you know all the laws before you play. Don't go and play Monopoly if you don't know that. Uh, I know. So let, let, let me finish this, this article because the Treasury Department's release came as part of a broader announcement by the Biden administration's efforts to crack down on tax evasion and promote better compliance. <laughs> okay. So how do they promote better compliance, Jim, you think? 
uh, by strong arming them. <laughs> well, that's not a far thing, right? How are they? And I get this a lot from people, you know, that how does why does eighty five percent of all Americans pay their taxes on time and file their tax returns on time? Is it because they're patriotic Americans? Is it because they want to make sure that they do the right thing, or is it because they're afraid of the IRS? Oh, it's probably they're afraid. Okay. Of the IRS. They are afraid of the IRS, and when when I have clients come in and say, you know. I don't, and I hear this all the time. I don't mind paying what I owe, but can you get them to drop the the, the penalties and the interest? And I just, and I have to always tell them, let's stop and think about what you've just asked. Okay, if you owe the IRS and you don't file your tax return, and it's two years, three years later, whatever, and you don't file the tax return, if you called the IRS and said, "Hey, IRS, can I pay you now?" They say, "Yeah, sure." Pay it. No, the penalties. Oh, don't worry about it. We'll waive the penalties. Don't, don't even worry about it. Come on, give us the. Don't worry about it. Give us, just pay what you take pay your taxes. Come everything's on, fine. Well, then you went back to your friends. Your friends said, "You say, hey, you know, I owed the IRS some money. Man, it was so simple. I just called them and I did this offer. That's the offer and compromise too. Right? Oh, I just got. I told them, hey, can we? I know you say I owe you fifty thousand, but I, I offered them twenty. They took the twenty. That was it. We're done. Come Boom. On. We walked away. Now, what would your friends do if that was the case? Well, I can tell you that my friends probably wouldn't pay their taxes, right? They'd wait and say, hey, two years later, hey, I know I owe you 50. You took My friend got got this deal. You just paid 20000 It was good. It was good. Oh, yeah, it's good. Who'd pay their taxes on time? The answer is nobody, right? Nobody would pay. So the compliance comes at the, you say strong arm, but but at the, the, the damage is done because you when you don't file your tax return, it hurts. Okay, they want it to hurt. They, the the whole process is to hurt you. So now you turn around to your friend. You say, you know, I didn't file my tax return. It was the worst mistake I ever made. The IRS was all over me. I really hurt for many years. It took it took me forever to get back and the in the legal fees I had to pay. So this is what the IRS wants you to do, right? They want you to turn to your friends and tell them how hard it was, not how easy it is. You know, and then people think, well, I hire a lawyer. I should be able to walk away and scot-free. No, no. You're hiring a lawyer so they don't bury you, okay? Because that's what they want to do, right? They want to bury you. They want to make sure that, you, that, again, make it hurt, take everything away from you. Now, the good thing is, is that there are rules now that they won't let them do that. It wasn't always the case, right? The IRS used to be able to come in and take everything. Willie Nelson, this is the Willie Nelson story. They took everything. They took his guitars. They took everything. And they left him with nothing, and uh, and and that was in the seventies. Now the, that's when the, the the Republicans took over the the, the Congress. They started having uh, all of these uh, hearings about the IRS, and they were bringing people in that were giving horror stories. Yeah, they came in, they knocked everything down, took my house. That was it. Boom, I was out. Uh, and that's when they changed, and they came up with these uh, these. Uh, programs like the offer and compromise, like the installment agreement, you know, currently not collectible status. So that's how this happened. That's how this, that was the, so there are rules to protect you. And that's why you need a lawyer so you can make them follow those rules because they won't do it by themselves. That's terrifying. Right? It is terrifying. If they can go after Willie Nelson. Oh, yeah. So let me just finish this this article here, okay? Okay, let's finish. Uh, okay. According to the Treasury's estimates, the difference between taxes owed and the to the United States government and those actually paid totaled nearly six hundred billion in two thousand and nineteen. This is the tax gap I was just talking about that they've been increasing over the last 
uh, you know, all these reports over the last couple of months because they're trying to justify increasing the IRS and trying to say, see, we so many people are cheaters. You're not a cheater, right? You pay your bills. So we should be able to go after the cheaters. And that's why we, we, we're going to go after them. We're going to spend a lot more money on the IRS and we're going to go after the cheaters. And people say, well, that's right. Go after the cheaters. But here's the thing. They're going after you. They're not only going after the cheaters, right? They're going after everybody. And there's going to be more audits and you're going to pay more and all of this. Okay, this is what's going on. Increased regulation will likely upset some cryptocurrency investors who have seen the value of Bitcoin drop slide by 25% over the past month. Okay, so with longtime cryptocurrency expert at the head of the SEC, uh, Raymond James expects it's only to make... A matter of time until Congress grants the regulator broader jurisdiction. You know, again, that's what they're looking for. They want that broader jurisdiction. Chairman, the chairman is viewed as a potential ally for cryptocurrencies as former professor of the topic. However, these statements are likely to revisit debates regarding regulatory risk to cryptocurrencies and exchanges. I don't think the government wants cryptocurrency, right? They want to get, they, they will, because they don't control it. Think about the dollar. They control the dollar. And they want to control it. They're not controlling cryptocurrency. And that's what this, they want to control it. There's yelling. Oh, boy. In the short term, this could cause headline risk, he, he added. However, in the medium to long term, regulation would add further legitimacy to the asset class and could provide a regulatory moat around existing cryptocurrency exchanges. Oh, it's going to be a good thing. This is good for us. It's going to be good. While involvement by the United States Treasury and the SEC may ultimately prove a boon for cryptocurrency investors, any near-term regulatory hurdles will likely come as another uh, as, as another bother for investors in Bitcoin, Dogecoin, and the like. Those sentiments were un- echoed by someone else, with the firm told clients that cryptocurrency markets are not properly cons- are not properly considering legal risk. Uh, and well, that's true. You know, they, again, they, the 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 government has a ha, wants to bring it under their control, and and I understand why. And of course, the the whole lore of cryptocurrencies is that it's not under a government's lo- control, and so it's it's kind of it, you can't have both. I think okay. Now you can't have crypto. You know, China's coming out with their own cryptocurrency. Um, the uh, United States government is talking about their own cryptocurrency, making the dollar crypto. You know, the differences in regulatory risk and progress are, are, as a means of payment raises an important question. Are other coins recent success due to good news about them or are they piggybacking on positive sentiment related to Bitcoin? Democrats and Republicans alike have made cryptocurrency regulation a top priority in 2021 as run-ups in the price of Bitcoin and other digital assets last year sparked concerns of market manipulation and uninformed retail. They're only doing it to protect you, right? <laughs> I don't believe that either. So anyway, that's that's the story that I wanted to talk about today. Uh, we've had we've had the, we have talked about it. Um, I had, you know, oh, I have one more. I had one more item. Let me 
look at my notes because I have one more item I wanted to talk Again, about. Again, open tax handling is there for you, ladies and gentlemen, 312-664-6649. And we got a lot of great questions. Make sure if you got oh. any questions, just go ahead and ask Attorney Stephen Leahy. Just give him a call at 312-664-6649. Or you can go to ChicagoTaxTeam.com and get in touch with him. So well. yesterday I talked about uh, yesterday I renters. talked about renters. Okay, so you know, so then the question becomes: If the government gives you money to pay your rent, actually gives the your landlord rent for you, gives the landlord the money for you, is that taxable? Right. Oh, now that's the, a good question. The IRS came out today and said it's not taxable. They're not going to tax it. These are the things that are happening over the last couple of years that they that they are really. Counter to the IRS history, right? They, it's, of course, it's not up to the IRS; it's up to Congress. But, um, but for instance, the PPP loans, right? We always talk about. Well, if you didn't get the money, you can't deduct. If you're not paying their salaries because the PPP loan is pay- paying the salaries, well, then you shouldn't be able to deduct it. And that was a big hurdle for the PPP. And of course, it came out that way. And right at the last second, they said, "No, no, we're not. We're gonna we waived that." So they waived. So you, so people didn't have to pay taxes on the money they received, the PPP money that they received. And uh, and so this is another one of those changes based on uh, you know you know again when. It wouldn't be good for them to give you twenty five thousand dollars and then turn around and tax you on it, right? And so uh, uh, that the, the whole benefit would be kind of counterproductive. That's fantastic information. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to hear more of this great information on the IRS Radio Hour every Sunday at five p.m. on AM five sixty. The answer in the Chicagoland area market. You can also catch us on Spotify. Just looking up the IRS radio. Or look at this. What's going on? What That's the God saying, you've done the Lord's work. Oh, I know that. You're turning the lights on and off and on and off. Look at you. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thus looks – I think that's the, the – that might be the end of our show. I think it is. The I think that's show. the. I think that's the sign. Anyway, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much. Remember, Open Tax Advocates is there for you at 312-664-6649 and visit ChicagoTaxTeam.com. It's going to be your hub, hub to help fight the IRS. Remember, you can catch us on Spotify. That's right. All you got to do is look up Tax Time with Attorney Stephen Lee. Now, this is the bad part. I don't have the. Uh, I don't have our outro, that's and okay. I don't have the intro. We're just going to stop. But we're just going to stop. So thanks so much. We're going to catch you next week. Oh. Make sure you go on to Facebook. So Monday at 6 o'clock, around 6 o'clock. Yeah, I do want to come out at 6 o'clock, but I, I had somebody delivered something. I'm at the office, so somebody delivered something. It was an important package. And so uh, I, I didn't, so we started. And, anyway, I have a lot of excuses, and I'd like to share them with you. But we'll do that another time. So next Monday, 6 o'clock, join us. I'll have more of today's tax talk. T3. Thanks so much, ladies and gentlemen. T3.